Good morning. Welcome to worship this fine, beautiful morning. It was a beautiful sunrise this morning, and it was 45 degrees. So spring is coming, so we can rejoice. Uh, welcome to worship this morning, whether here in sanctuary or online. It's a joy and pleasure to have you here worshiping with us today. My name is Mike Sager, along with Pastor Craig Larson. We are the pastors here at Desert Hills. And again, welcome to worship this day. Whenever we gather for worship, we remind ourselves what we believe God is calling us to be about here at Desert Hills. So I invite you to join with me as we proclaim together our mission statement. Here at Desert Hills Lutheran Church, we celebrate grace. We make disciples who make a difference. May it be so among us each day of our lives. Some announcements for the coming weeks ahead. First of all, we continue our Lenten journey together on Wednesday nights. Uh, we begin with a soup supper at 6 p.m., hymn sing at 6.45, and then we are using Holden Evening Prayer for our Lenten worship services at 7 p.m. So we invite you to come and hear uh, the promise of baptism, as that's why we have the baptismal font uh, uh, front and center of our worship service during this Lenten journey to remind ourselves of what God is doing among us. Uh, Latino faith practices will be happening. Pastor Mateo Chavez is going to be uh, talking about that on March 9th from 1 to 2 p.m. So I invite you to sign up at the uh, front office so we just kind of know how many people to plan for. He will also be offering Spanish classes. So starting March 16th through April 6th, he will be on Thursdays offering Spanish classes again from 1 to 2 p.m. Again, we'd like to know how many people to plan for. So if you could let the church office know, that would be fantastic. Fun Food Fellowship is once again hosting a trivia uh, night. Uh, it was late afternoon uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. Um, so if you're, the last one was a great success. Lots of laughter and uh, just great time to be together. So again, on March 10th. Uh, this Friday will be one from 3 to 5 p.m. We invite you to come and just enjoy company with each other. The spring choral concert is going to be happening uh, March 16th at 4 p.m. But you do not want to arrive at 4 p.m. Uh, because if you do, there may not be a seat. Uh, so you want to arrive early because uh, it's a great concert and it always fills up. Uh, so again, on March 16th, it begins at 4 p.m., but you'll want to be here earlier so that you can get a nice seat and just appreciate all that the choirs and choral groups are um, working on these past several months, and it will be a great concert on the 16th. Welka Kino Conference is going to be happening on March 18th. You have until tomorrow uh, to register for that. So if you still like to come and just didn't have an opportunity to register, uh, you can do so through tomorrow. So stop by the church office or give them a call. Let them know that you're planning to attend on the 18th. Also, beginning today, we are going to be doing the Great Thanksgiving as part of, of uh, are we returning that as part of our worship life together here at the 8 o'clock service. Uh, many of you will remember that, and, and uh, as a congregation, we used to do that. With everything going on, we um, postponed it during COVID, and we are, that practice is returning. The Great Thanksgiving is a reminder that the meal of um, of Holy Communion is a meal of thanksgiving. It's a celebration. That's why we call it the great thanksgiving. And we remind ourselves each season of how God interacts with us during different parts of our lives. So today we'll be doing that. The way that we're going to be doing it this morning is I will speak the line to you and you will sing back the response. 
Uh, Gordon's going to give you a note before you respond. Uh, but so you'll, I'll speak it. You sing it back to me. Um, and we will enjoy that reminder that this is a meal of great thanksgiving. If you're not sure about all the different things going on here, um, we have kind of reformatted the, the information seat, sheets that we pass out. On one side is the sermon notes. So again, a, just a great opportunity to remind yourself of the key points of the sermon and the dig deeper question that you can contemplate this week. And on the other side is a list of all the different things going on here. So we invite you to pick one up. They're at the table. The ushers will have them as well when you leave the worship space this morning. If you would like to grab one, take one home and put it somewhere where you can see it. You can also always uh, call the church office and they'll give you the, the information of what's going on this week or visit our website as well. But this is just another way for you to know all the different things going on here. Uh, we are a busy place um, and we want you to know that you are welcome at any of these events because there's always room for one more. So please take one of those home with you today. Let's begin this worship with a time of prayer. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we are just so thankful for this opportunity to gather here in this place as we enter into the season of Lent, as we are reminded the road to the cross, as we, are, we hear once again the words spoken by you to us and to the world, as we remember today that God so loved the world. Bless us as we make this journey, as we remember the promises made to us in baptism, as we reflect on our lives together. Bless us this day. May we lift our voices in praise and thanks for all that you have and continue to do. And may we know that we are your body of Christ here in this place and in the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I invite you to please stand if you're able for our opening hymn.
of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. God, Father in heaven, have mercy upon us. Your heart, O God, is God, our leader and guide in the waters of baptism, you bring us new birth to live as your children. 
Strengthen our faith in your promises that we may rejoice in the life we share in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today's first scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 3. Now there was a man named Nicodemus, a Pharisee, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who comes from God, for no one could perform the signs that you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of the water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases, you hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, o Christ.
Today's second scripture reading is a continuation of the Gospel of John, chapter 3. How can this be, Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teachers, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you on earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him shall have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The Gospel of the Lord. O oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each heart here this morning online be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, we do pray. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the Christ, the risen Son of God. Amen. We get a chance this day to again have that understanding of someone trying to figure out who Jesus is. Nicodemus comes at night, and that has been made much of over the years that he comes in night, but Nicodemus wanted to come and spend time with this one, this Jesus, who he knew had come from God. Unlike the idea of what we've heard before, Nicodemus is coming not to trap Jesus, not to somehow condemn him. He really wants to know who this Jesus is. Could he be the one? He wants to know. He wants to have that conversation so that he continue to take and deepen his own faith and understanding. We get a chance uh, during this month and, and we've kind of listed the, the sermon series as conversations with Jesus because at each lesson we receive during this month of March, Jesus is talking to one person, helping them to understand exactly who he is. Now, at the risk of letting your minds wander, um, I want you to think about who you would love to have a conversation with. Dead or alive. Could be anybody. To sit across a dining room table with. And actually just have a conversation. Think of that moment. I think about if I were to have a, a conversation with Bill Gates... He would know in moments that I knew nothing about computers. It, I think about the going thing and the people that we would come across, even Walt Disney, wouldn't that be an interesting conversation? Because this is church, 
Some of you probably said, oh, I'd love to sit down and talk with Jesus. But I think we would end up having that conversation and quickly understanding how out of our depth we really are. I think about those great minds of an Einstein or even a Stephen Hawking and those people that you sit there and you would be at the table going, I have no idea what he's saying. And you get an idea of what we have before us because that's what's going on. Nicodemus is coming to learn and find out about who this one was. Was he the one? And he's, suddenly Jesus says, in order for you to see the kingdom, you have to be born again. Huh? I mean, you got to feel for Nicodemus. I mean, you really do. Because, of course, he's thinking one thing, and he, Jesus is trying to get him to think something else. And, and it, one of the great advantages that we have is we have it written down. We can look at it. We can examine it. We can see what Jesus is trying to help Nicodemus and us to do. He's trying so desperately to shake Nicodemus's understanding about what it was and what he is about and what Jesus is bringing about this kingdom of God. And of course, then he goes to Nicodemus and he says, oh yeah, and by the way, not only do you have to be born again, which Nicodemus' mind is already spinning about that. He says, oh yeah, you have to be born of the water and the spirit. Again, you have to feel for Nicodemus. Huh? Where does this happen? And how does this work? Jesus, tell me plainly what is going on. And Jesus tells him, oh, you're a great teacher of the law and you don't know? We come into the conversation and we know that Jesus is talking about the waters of baptism. He's talking about that joining into the community. He's talking about making us be part of that new kingdom that Jesus is creating. We know that and believe that. And if you've caught all of the connections here, guess what we're talking about for the midweek Wednesday services? The promises of baptism. See how it's all connected? You would think we planned it. But one of the, one of the things is, is that we get a chance then to realize fully about God's Spirit. That water and the Spirit and that idea of coming to Jesus and knowing and believing and understanding the conversation that he was having with Nicodemus. That understanding of who we are as God's people, being able to take and talk with our Lord and our Savior. To be able to take and understand that even through the questions and the challenges between Jesus and Nicodemus, that we're able as God's people to be listening in on that conversation and trying so desperately to see where we fit. What can we learn? And what can we hear in that promise that Jesus is giving? Note that Jesus is the one who is helping. Nicodemus walks in the door with all his credentials, with all his experience, and he comes walking in the door. 
And it doesn't take long to realize that Nicodemus is the student and Jesus is the teacher. We walk through our life. We amass knowledge. We learn from all of the various occupations and jobs that we've had over our lifetime. We get a sense of understanding, kind of getting a little confidence about what we know. And one of the interesting things about that, thankfully, I have come to realize not just a little bit about what I know, but certainly what I don't know. And I'm so willing to have that plumber come over and fix my sink. There is that challenge of what Jesus does for Nicodemus in saying, you think you have an idea about what this kingdom of God is going to be about. You think that this is the expectation that you are going to have. Guess what, Nicodemus? You are wrong. Coming into his presence, Nicodemus was hoping, hoping that this was his ultimate conversation. This is the one that he had waited for his entire life. That one, just in a glimpse, that perhaps this is, this Jesus is the answer to the prophecies that I have been proclaiming. He comes. He hears. And he leaves. Wondering. What happened? What did, what just happened? Did I really meet the one and you know this as well. Sometimes it's not till after something has happened that you're able to really think and appreciate. Like I said earlier, we're so fortunate that we have it written down, that we can study it, that we can look and we can see and know the full story of Jesus. But for Nicodemus, he left wondering. I won't ruin the story, but if you fast forward, it is Nicodemus that takes and claims our Lord's body from the cross. At some point, he had that moment. So, I always like this part. If you would like to dig a little deeper, and I won't do my wonderful, I will when has God led you out of your darkness into the aha moment of understanding? Much has been made of Nicodemus coming at night in the midst of his darkness, in the midst of his ignorance. And Jesus had given him the light, the way to see. May you this day know that God comes to you Know that Jesus is that conversation that we have through that wonderful gift that he allows for us in that prayer that we pray. Amen. Let us pray.
Almighty God, we thank you that you have called us, you have gathered us, you have brought us together in this place. We thank you, Lord, that we are so blessed to know your, who you are and how you continue to come and reach out to us. We pray, God, that you would always give us that assurance in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of our times of anxious, being anxious. Give us that which we need in this moment, in this day. In your name we do pray. Amen. We sing our hymn. Let us affirm our faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We proclaim Jesus Christ, the crucified and risen one, confessing him as Lord to the glory of God the Father. In the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we acclaim Jesus as the Lord of the church, the head over all things, the beginning of a new creation. We acknowledge that we live and work between the time of Christ's death and resurrection and his coming kingdom. We are a pilgrim people, always on the way toward the promised goal. Christ feeds us with word and sacraments, and we have the gift of the Spirit in order that we may not lose the way. As members of the church, we confess the faith of Christ crucified and risen. Together with all the people of God, we will serve the world for which Christ died and await his return. Amen. We'll now have the gathering of offerings.
In preparation of our prayers, we hear words from Psalm 51. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come this day to give you our thanks, prayers, and gifts of time, talent, and treasure for your mission in the world to bring good news, help, and hope for all people. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We remember those who have recently died, including Al Satterback, Nancy Meyer, Ray Bozeman, and Harry Guyton. Oh God, receive them into the arms of your mercy and everlasting peace, and may the truth and promise of God's resurrection bring comfort and hope to their families and friends who grieve. Merciful God, receive our prayer. New to our prayer list, are Rosemary Hahn, Neil Zimmerman, and Elaine Engeland. Leaving the prayer list with thanksgiving for healing are Peter Smith, Marcella Erler, and Ken Van Roy. We take time now to silently pray for those who remain on our prayer list, as well as for others in our hearts and for situations in our lives. Loving and eternal God, we praise you for your love expressed to all people, a love that was spoken by Jesus, shared through living water, bread broken, and lived out on the painful road to the cross. This love brings salvation to the world and to us. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We give you thanks, O Lord, for your many gifts of healing, and we pray for all who suffer this day in body, mind, or spirit. May your blessing be upon them and those who love and care for them. We pray that they may find encouragement and peace, that their sorrows and concerns be transformed into comfort and their loneliness into fellowship with you. Merciful God, receive our prayer. God of hope, be with all those who are grieving today. May their sorrow be lit with the brightness of the resurrection and the hope of tomorrow. Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world, a light which no darkness can quench. Shine your light into the darkness in our lives. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting in your steadfast love 
and your promise to renew your whole creation. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Once again, as we prepare for this time of communion and the beginning with the great thanksgiving, I want to remind you that I will speak the words and then you will respond in song. Let us begin. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, through Christ our Lord. You bid your people to cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy for the Paschal Feast. Renew our zeal and faith in life and bring to us the fullness of grace that belongs to the children of God. And so the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. The night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He gave thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples saying, Take and eat. This is my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and he gave it all to drink saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Please join me as we pray together the prayer our Lord taught us. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. This is the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The light that shines in the darkness. The one that gives us hope and healing. For those of you that are online, I invite you to hear this word. This is my body given for you. 
I invite you to share the bread with those that you are communing with this day. And again, I invite you to hear this word. This is my blood shed for you. I invite you to share the cup with those you are communing with today. And know whether you're alone or in a community that you are part of this community. You are part of the body of Christ. Receive God's gifts and God's hope. I invite you, those who are gathered here, to come and receive all that God has for you. I invite those who are preparing communion to come forward at this time. Now I invite you to hear the blessing of God, whether here in sanctuary or online. Brothers and sisters, God has given us a fresh start. We are sinners, but we are forgiven sinners, embraced by God who loves us. God always lifts our burdens, forgives our mistakes, and fills our emptiness. Go now. To share this good news and may God's love surround you. Christ's peace dwell in you and the Spirit's breath fill you with the freshness of new life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to please stand for our sending hymn.
go with a new life and a fresh start. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Amen. Amen.